uh, when a preacher went, who are you? <laughs> Somebody else says, who? Has everyone ever said to you, who are you? Like when you say something unusual and they're just like, it's not like you. They go, who are you? That's not what we're coming from tonight. Who are you? Who are you? And it's not about you. It's about the Lord. So I'm going to just share a few examples about who certain people thought the Lord was. And uh, I want to go to, the first one's going to be in the book of Exodus. And a really classic um, passage of scripture where Moses had uh, thought he was going to be a great deliverer of Israel and he ended up killing an Egyptian and uh, he ended up for 40 years out in the desert and um, being a shepherd not a leader of people but a leader of sheep <laughs> and then one day he was just walking out in the back the back part of the desert and it said that there was a tree and it's caught his attention it was on fire, but it, it was burning, but it wasn't on fire. It wasn't being consumed. And he said to himself, oh, that's unusual. And so I'm going to go and have a look. I'm going to go over there and see what's going on. And of course, the Lord, this is the Lord getting his attention and speaking to him in a very unusual way. So I just want to have a look at a few verses out of um, about four or five passages here concerning who are you. So... God speaks to him. There's a burning bush, and then he begins to speak to Moses. He says, Moses, Moses. He didn't call him once, he called him twice. He said, Moses, Moses, I've seen the trouble that Israel is in, and I'm going to send you to them to help them. And he said this, moreover, he said, I am the God of your father. Not only am I going to help Israel, but he says, this is who I am. The God of your father the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. So he's thinking this is not just a supernatural event happening here and a kind of spooky experience, but this is God. He knows my name. He's called me by name. He's speaking to me, and he's saying who he is. God is saying this is who I am. Because Moses would have been thinking, who are you? Who are you? Is this an angel? What is this? Who is this? And he said, I'm the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of your ancestors, basically. He's basically saying this, you know who I am because you know that I was faithful to Abraham, I was faithful to Isaac, and I was faithful to Jacob. I am a covenant-making covenant-keeping God and I was faithful to them and I'll be faithful to you that's his revealing himself okay so Moses knows who he is and then God says I'm going to send you to the people and you will bring them out of Egypt and then Moses says this oh, indeed when I come to the children of Israel and I say to them the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they say to me, what's his name? What shall I say to them? He's saying, look, I can go and say God sent me, but they'll say, okay, what's his name? Who is he? And so God is saying, 
Moses is saying, well, what do I say? Who are you? God has already just told him. But Moses is again saying, who are you? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And to us with our small minds, we think, well, that doesn't make much sense. What's your name? He's saying, I am who I am. And he said, thus you should say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Now, to us reading that in English, it doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, but he's basically saying, I am means I have no equal. I have no equal. There is no one like me. I am God. And where he says, I am, that is connected to Yahweh. And Moses knew exactly who Yahweh God was. He knew exactly who he was through this, I am, sent me. And it's interesting because when you go into the New Testament, that's one of the things that Jesus said, I am. He's basically saying, I am God too. But we'll get to that. So basically he's saying, who are you really? He said, I am who I am. He made it very clear to them. I want to go into the New Testament now and see who else God made it very clear to. Jesus made it very clear when he came to the earth, who he was through the signs, through the wonders, through the miracles, through the words that he spoke. He was revealing that he was the Messiah. He was the Savior. Even his name meant Savior. He was the Messiah who had come to save Israel, to save the whole of mankind, basically. But the Pharisees did not believe him. They did not want to believe him. And they wanted to find every occasion to accuse him falsely. And so in the book of John, this is what Jesus said to them, because he knew what was in their hearts. He said to them, you are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins for if you do not believe that I am he, in other words, you don't believe that I'm sent by God. You don't believe I'm the Messiah. You don't believe that I am who I say I am. You will die in your sins. Because he's basically saying, I'm the saviour. If you don't believe me, you don't receive in me, you have made that choice. He said, I said it to you. He said it many, many times. I said it to you. You will die in your sins if you don't believe. Okay? So he made it very clear to them. If you don't, then you will. And then they said to him, who are you? He's already told them. And they again say, who are you? Who are you? They want him to say who he is so that they can say, aha, you say you're God? That's blasphemy. Jesus said to them, just what I've been saying to you from the beginning. He said, I've told you and told you many times who I really am. But he said, now you seek to kill me. He's basically saying, I'm come to save. I've come to seek and to save, and you're trying to kill me. 
a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. He's saying, Abraham didn't do this. They said, we don't want to believe you. Abraham is our father. We like the old way. We like the traditions. We don't like your new way. We don't believe you. And he's saying, look, Abraham couldn't do what I'm going to do. And Jesus said, if God were your father, you would love me. Because he's saying, we believe Abraham, we believe God. He said, if, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Nor have I come of myself, but he sent me. He's saying, look, this is not my idea. This is God's plan. I come from him. He sent me. I am fulfilling his will. I'm doing the will of God. Okay. Then, then they answered and they said to him, do we not rightly say that you are a Samaritan? What an insult. They're insulting him, calling him a Samaritan. You're not good enough to be a Jew. You're not one of us. You're one of those mixed breeds, those despised Samaritans. He said, they said, you're a Samaritan. Not only that, you've got a demon. You're not God. You're not sent from God. You have a demon. And Jesus answered and said, I do not have a demon, but I honour my father and you dishonour me. How disrespectful, how blasphemous were they, and yet they were accusing him of blasphemy. Unbelievable. He's telling them exactly who he is, and they keep saying, who are you? You're really a Samaritan. You've really got a demon. He said, no, no, no. I've come from heaven on a mission from my father to save the world. Just like all the prophets, just like the law and prophets said, I've come to fulfill. And they're like, we don't believe you. You're a liar. You're a Samaritan. You've got a demon. They didn't believe who he really was. Okay? So that's the, the uh, priest, the, the high priest now. The high priest, so it's going from levels. Now the high priest is standing up in the midst of the Sanhedrin, the legal council, and he's asking Jesus when they're accusing him. He said, do you answer nothing? You've got nothing to say? What is it these men testify against you? But he kept silent and answered nothing. He didn't have to defend himself. He knew that he was being obedient. He knew his mission and he stayed on track. He kept silent, answered nothing. Let them do the talking. Again, the high priest asked him, and he said this, are you the Christ? In other words, who are you? <laughs> are you the Christ? Are you the Messiah? Are you the son of the blessed? Who are you? There's a little bit there thinking, who is he? I want him to say it again. Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? And Jesus said, I am. I am. He's not just saying I'm the Son of God. He's saying I am God. 
in the flesh. And you will see, you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. He's basically saying, look, you may not believe it, but you will see, you will see in time that I am who I say I am. I am. Then the high priest tore his clothes. So angry. What further need do we have of witnesses? Like we don't need these guys to accuse you. You've done it yourself. You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think, he says to everybody. And they all condemned him to be deserving of death. Not wow. Yeah, what he's saying is true. It's like, no, this man's a liar. He's not the Messiah. He's a liar. <laughs> he deserves the death penalty. Blasphemy. Jesus is just stating the truth. He's just stating the truth. You know, there's a blessing for those who believe. There's a blessing for those who believe. For those who would not believe, he said, you're going to die in your sins if you won't. But if you do, there's a blessing. So we've seen all these religious people who should know who he is. They were expecting him, but when he came, they didn't receive him. But then he says this to his disciples. He asked his disciples. He said, who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Who do they say I am? And they said, well, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. So he's basically saying, well, people say that you're like John the Baptist. You're a teacher. Okay? You're a preacher. Some say maybe Elijah or Jeremiah. Come back. Like a prophet. You're a great preacher, great prophet. That's what people say. But then he said to them, but who do you say I am? Who do you say that I am? And they would have been thinking about it. Who are you? Who are you? They've been with him for about three years. Who are you? Are you really a great preacher and teacher and miracle worker? Are you a great prophet? Who are you? And then Simon Peter, Peter speaks up and he said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. You are the Messiah. He spoke it out. He spoke it out. Before that, they'd call him rabbi or teacher because he was a great teacher. He was their leader. He was their rabbi. But Peter, who are you? He really is the Messiah. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you. Wow, you are so blessed. Simon Barjona, you are blessed. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. There's a blessing for those who will wait for the truth. They won't assume they know. They won't think they know everything. They won't go on their traditions. They won't go on their expertise. They will wait for an answer from God. Who is he? Who are you really? 
And Jesus said, you are blessed. Out of all the disciples that were there, he was the one who heard from God. And Jesus said, you're blessed. And everyone who's received that revelation, each one of us who have received that revelation and who have believed and have received him, guess what? We are blessed too. We have heard from heaven. We couldn't make ourselves believe, but we were open enough, our hearts were open enough to receive the truth, to receive that revelation, and we are blessed. We are blessed. Why? Because we will not die in our sins. We will not. We have been forgiven. He is the Saviour, and he has saved us. This is awesome. We are so blessed. And of course, Peter goes on to be one of the leaders of the church in Jerusalem, the early church. He was one of the leaders because he understood who God really was, who Jesus really is. And another person who really, really got it, in the beginning, he thought that he was serving the Lord. He was on a mission for God. And he thought he had all the answers and he knew everything. He was a very prideful man. He was very diligent. He was great at his job, but he was just not doing it properly. And that was Saul. So he's journeying to come near Damascus. He's going to come against these people. Peter, James, all of these people who've started the church. Saul is going to come against them. And he's on this journey with a ladder to accuse them and to throw them into prison and give them the death penalty. But on this journey, he has an encounter with the Lord. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, which is in Syria. And suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. A connection to heaven. And then he fell to the ground and he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul. Remember Moses, Moses? <laughs> Twice to get their attention. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Why are you persecuting me? Saul thinks he's on a mission from God. He knows this voice is from heaven. Calling his name, not saying, good job, go for it. He's saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Saul says, who are you? He knows it's God. Who are you, Lord? Like, what do you mean, who am I persecuting? I'm going to get these Christians, these believers, and the way they're called. They're called the way before they were called Christians. And he says, who are you? And then the Lord said, I am Jesus. I'm Jesus who you're persecuting. It's hard for you to kick against the goats. In other words, you can do all you want to try and have your own way and your own will, but it won't prevail. The will of God will prevail. Okay? And so he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? See the immediate change? He thinks he's doing what God wants him to do. Then he realises who this really is, who Jesus really is, the Messiah. These people are not crazy. 
they have the understanding, they have the revelation. He's been off track, not them. And he immediately gets on track with the Lord. And he says, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? And the Lord said to him, arise, in other words, get up and go into the city and you'll be told what you must do. I'm not going to give you details right now, but you will receive details later. You know, Moses, when God called Moses, he said, who are you? He told him exact details of how he's going to deliver the people from Egypt. But here, he says to Saul, just get up and go into the city, and then I will give you details. You know, God deals with us in different ways, in different ways. Because sometimes when we come to that place of revelation of who he is, we need time to process it. He needs time to do some work in our lives. So my question is, who is God to you? Who is God to you? You know, when we come to the Lord, who is he to you? Who are you? Are you my healer? Are you my saviour? Are you just this? Are you just my provider? Who is he to us? Or is he the I am? There is no equal. There is no other. He is everything. He is our everything. You know, when we know who he really is, it will be a life-changing experience if our heart is in the right place. Peter's heart was in the right place. Saul became Paul. His heart was in the right place. But the Pharisees, their heart was so hard, they refused to believe. They refused to think that they might be wrong and he might be right. So who is he to us? Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for who you are. Because of who you are is because of who we are. Lord, we are greatly blessed because we receive that revelation of who you really are. You are the Son of God. You are the Saviour. You are Lord. You are King. You are everything. We are greatly blessed, highly favoured, and deeply loved. That's who you are, the great blesser, the great favourer, the great love of our lives. Lord, when we lose sight sometimes because of situations and circumstances of life, help us to get back on track and to acknowledge and remember who you really are and to rest in that, to rest in that, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone, anyone needs prayer? I want to pray with you. Otherwise, say hi to someone and have a great week. God bless you all. See you later. And go and press.